I chose not to let everything win, but my drive to get me to the top. What it do, KTTV? This is KT, and I'm coming at you live with another episode of the Daily K Podcast. And on today's episode, we have Mr. Fester Samoye from Laddering Your Success. How you doing today, Mr. Moye? I'm doing excellent. Thank you so much for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, sir. I wanted to say thank you uh, for taking some time, man. As I look at the accomplishments uh, of where you came from in life and how you were able to help people and the services you offer, man, I am pleasured to be able to share this with the audience, man, and, and hopefully somebody will be able to pick up on this. Man, uh, you know, it's been a unique struggle, but uh, I think struggle it's kind of what they say. Pressure makes a diamond. Right? Yes, it takes pressure to make a diamond. So, so yeah, thank you. So before we jump into things, man, um, how have you been uh, during the pandemic and just trying to stay safe? Yeah. So so interesting. A lot of my work is uh, in, in, in uh, occupational therapy as well as what I do in the community. And so working with people who have COVID, it's just been a time of uh re- uh, reflection, really, and uh, and also just 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 being with my family, you know. Aside from uh, again following following protocols, you know, wear my mask, do my best to socially distance, and and spend my time outdoors. Like I said, those protocols they seem so simple, but yet they are so effective. You know, just simple things. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Can you give me a little bit of background? You're OT, but then you started the ladder in your success. So how did those worlds come come together? Oh man, man, you. <laughs> So yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go back and uh, talk about my high school because because that was a very pivotal moment in my life. And so uh, when I was in in high school, when I was a freshman, my mom passed away, and then when I was a, a junior or going into my junior year, my dad passed away. And so um, so that just made uh, life very interesting, you know, rocky kind of being an orphan. And so uh, so I went into the military after high school. I joined the Army Reserves and I said, OK, you know, just the best path for me. And um, and so, you know, uh, you, you, you get what's called the MOS. And I started off in medical su- supply. Yeah, I started off in medical supply. Then they have what's called a mandatory reclass. And this was really interesting because um, because in the reserves, you know, you could you could work civilian life. But then you also know, you know, you go to a service and do your thing. And so at the time. Uh, I had gotten gotten introduced to education because somebody asked me a very pivotal question. They call it the million dollar question. And they say, if you had a million dollars, how would you spend your time? And so that question, I said, well, shoot, I don't know. They said, well, what, what would you like to do? I said, I, I love to be around kids. So that's when I actually got a job in a Leaf ISD working, working as a, a first in life skills, then as a behavior interventionist. So I kind of juggled those at the t- same time until I got mandatory reclass. Uh, this is a military thing. They force you to choose another job. And that's when I started doing OT. And I felt like, oh, man, this is a, kind of the best of both worlds because it, it, it allowed me to use my unique skill sets uh, to, to serve others. Come on, man. Where were you in that A-Leaf, man? Man, so uh, so first I was at Sneed, yeah, and, then, and this is crazy because I graduated from Ailey, so it's okay. like, man, you know, so so I graduated from Elsick High School, and then I worked at Sneed Elementary, and then uh, then HomeQuest. Come uh, on, man! Yeah, so shout out to HomeQuest. Yeah, yeah man, over there, Miss Tony. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, man. That, yeah, CNC. I'm still at Hicks, man. So, so. Oh, wow. Yeah, you know, fun times, man. So now, <laughs> as we look at laddering your success, you know, mm-hmm. I think about the programs that helped me. Uh, something like the Volunteers of America Lighthouse, uh, because during those middle school years, man, it was so easy for me to get in trouble um, as in my environment. Yeah. Uh, but then when it came to high school, uh, it really wasn't any help. You know, I, when we tell my college story. I tell everybody, I learned about college um, almost about February, March of my senior year, you know, and so it was like, it was like, go, go, go real fast, man. I just happened to ask my brother, I said, man, what you doing at the um, high school? I said, I'm going to college. I said, man, what is that? And yeah. so that, that's how I started, you know, but, um, but coming from that same type of background, with a program like yours, how would that have helped you uh, coming up? Man, you hit the nail on the head because because in the environment we grew up in, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a, my parents are Nigerian, so they always push college. They always talked about college. But at the same time, there wasn't very many resources available to actually explain to students, you know, what that process is like. And so we at Ladder and Success, we said, OK, how can we tackle this? Because it's a huge problem. It's a huge problem because you're talking about millions of kids. How can we tackle this in a way that is is simple, cost effective and meaningful for 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 individual students and their families? And so uh, we came up with a a variety of different products and services, uh, one of which is our our after school program. And so we uh, we beta tested this idea at Sharpstown High School in 2018. I think it was 2018. We beta tested it. And so uh, I wrote a book. I wrote the book called Laddering and Success. And so when I wrote the book, I said, man, uh, the, the material I got from youth ministry. And when I was doing youth ministry, uh, all these kids were graduating from youth ministry. I said, man, they really need a resource that helps them with life and also with figuring out what to do in college. So when I wrote the book, I said, OK, well, let me see how this will work on some kids that don't know me. And so we went in and we did uh, it was an after school program at at at, uh, at Sharpstown High School Had about 10 kids. And so we, we, we were working with them. And, you know, we came we came into uh, basically I'm, I'm going to say we hit a rough patch. And what that rough patch was, was um, the school was really big on academics and helping the kids pass their their tests. Right. But the thing is, what we looked at was that the kids weren't hopeful for their future. So they weren't putting a lot of energy into the academics. And so we said, OK, well, well, how can we encourage the kids to be more hopeful? So then that way they say, OK, now I know why I need to study. And that's where we say, OK, well, um, uh, again, one of, one of, a good partner, brother of my colleague, he said, well, there's something I've been working on called the Compass Program to just give kids enough direction that they say, you know what, I think I know what I want to do in my future. And now I'm going to start taking some active steps. So um, so that's kind of how we got started and, and, and kind of what we offer. That is awesome, man. Uh, the Compass program and, and the mission of it, was, that was that was right on point right there. Yeah. <laughs> and so when you're thinking about that intervention, um, for me, I was a high school educator. And so by the end, though, uh, it was really more of the relationship. But I said, if I can get down to elementary, kind of catch students earlier, I can intervene. So now when I do my boys club, uh, for example, my first lesson is, do you plan to live until you're 21? Mm. 
And if mm. so, then what are you doing? And so then we go through all these steps of finding a job, what do you, you know, just kind of building mm. that. Mm. But a big part of that engagement is is giving kids that hope of how is all this education mumbo relevant to what's going to happen later in life. Absolutely. Uh, and so Absolutely. that's me catching them at early at elementary. But for your program, when do you start with students? We've uh, scheduled things to start at in middle school and then work through high school. And so um, part of what we're doing that's, that's unique and different is we realize it's very difficult, number one, to find enough mentors and then to and then to capture those mentors so they're coming in consistently. Uh, why is that? Because when you when you think about what makes up a mentor, right? You're talking about somebody who's a role model, who's who should who's quite possibly gainfully employed, you know? And so that makes it really difficult for them to spend the amount of time that's needed with the, with the students. So what we said was, okay, with the Compass program, we could do kind of a mentor style drop-in, right? But then let's, let's create some offshoots of that to where uh, a person could come in almost like a career day and just come in, let them know, hey, this is, this is what I do as a career. This is, this is how I went from you know, my, my life in middle school all the way through and, and, and found my passion and found my purpose and how I started doing uh, what I'm doing. And so um, that's kind of how we how we, we broke it up with starting at that middle school, just giving giving them that ignition, helping them find that passion, that purpose. And then also just looking for that person who looks like them so that they can say, man, that could be me one day. And as we go through, uh, you know, you think about your middle school age kids, high school age. Uh, does your program just say middle school and up or are there uh, kind of distinctive programs depending on high school or middle school? So, yeah, we did we did break it down uh, a little bit distinctively just because of the type of content and where that student is in life. You know, you look at you look at um, what they call scaffolding learning and things like that. And um, and there's only so much content they're able to to really absorb and take in and process and conceptualize. And so that's why we broke it, broke it up six through eight and then and then nine through twelve. And and um, we're in the process of kind of breaking it down per grade level of, hey, this is some of the stuff you should be doing right now if, if you're in this grade level. But kind of like you said earlier, unfortunately, for students who come from, you know, uh, indigent backgrounds or, or just have different types of uh, hardships, usually usually they're on the late end. And so we need we did need things that pack that punch, which is uh, why we we created the, the lesson planning app for teachers. And basically in the lesson planning app for teachers, we're creating lesson plans that teachers can accommodate to special needs and different kind of things like that. And um, and also assignments. So then that way, the teacher can have that discussion with the kid every day, every single day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just building that excitement for the future. Yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. That's serving. So now, you know the question is going to come up. <laughs> yeah. Is there a cost associated with this? So uh, I'll go with the different, I'll kind of go with different, each, each one. Mm -hmm. So so we're a social enterprise. And what that means is um, we want to do good. Um, as well as make a profit. And so with that being said, you know, it's, it's, it's a startup and, and there's bootstrapping. And I know some some of your audience might not know what that means, but that means literally it's me saying, hey, look, um, I, I'm so passionate about this. I'm willing to take, you know, out of my pocket 
and and and, and create these things. And so we have some free uh, ebooks and free guides that are that are really great looking and, and really packed with good information for parents. Um, but then we also have things that are that like our scholarship guide uh, talks about how to get scholarships. It also has templates for writing your essay in there. It talks about, you know, five different do's and don'ts about scholarships, how to plan a, a, an actual schedule of how to plan. It's like $15, right? It starts at $15 uh, for the lesson planning app for teachers. Again, you can literally create lesson plans and assignments in minutes instead of hours and hours. And and that's actually $20 a month. But if you get it for a year, it's uh, it's $15 a month. It comes down to $15 a month. Um, for for the book, the book I just held up, it's a uh, thirteen ninety nine. You could get it on Amazon, and and for the after school program, we charge schools uh, for for hosting the after school program. But it's again, it's still all very reasonable when you compare it to to what else is being charged out there. And and for let's say for instance, um, you know, we think about our underserved um, students or indigent students. So do you all offer scholarships or? Or any type of packets, or or do you do any programs for like Title One schools for the after school program? So 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 yeah, we're 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 currently in the mix of, of working on those things. Um, right now, we have uh, we we have uh, RFP with with uh, I don't know if you're familiar HISD Department of Education and uh, Choice Partners. So if a school wants to book us, they could book us through there um, and 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 get that discount. It basically comes to about two hundred fifty dollars an hour for the school. To pay uh, for the parents. If if we're going through the school, we don't charge the parents anything. So uh, that's that's how we how we how we do that. Yeah. And so then you're thinking about uh, mentors, man. Like, yeah. how is the mentorship program structured? Um, and what does that first uh, meeting between the mentor and the mentee look like? Okay, I'm gonna talk about two aspects. I'm gonna talk about an aspect of where we are now, and I'm gonna talk about the aspect of where we're going. So where we are now, um, it's basically a drop in where the mentor comes in and they have a they have basically kind of like slides talking about their life and how they how they got started and what they're doing. And that's where we're at now uh, with the with the mentorship. Um, where we're going, though, is is to digitize the mentorship so that students can self-select the mentor uh, through the through the lesson planning app. And so that way, everything will be done digitally. And uh, you could go through and you could listen to a person's story, watch their story and see how that resonates with you as a student. Was it uh, face to face uh, when you say drop in or or digital? Uh, and have you had to adjust anything with the mentor program due to the COVID? Yeah, correct. Correct. So so initially everything was face to face. And and but we always knew, OK, number one, books are kids don't read books they need that they need to be able to see and ask questions and and explore their curiosity and so we say okay how can we how can we do something digitally but then when the time's appropriate or right turn it into face to face and so and so we're working on some things with that now uh in terms of actually recording those videos and and plugging them into the system and and then we created what we call spark conferences where 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 let's say, for example, you're a school and you watch those videos for it for six months and you actually want to meet those mentors in that, those videos, then that would be what we call a spark conference where we, we get gather those mentors and say, hey, go into that school for, you know, for a day or two days, according to, you know, whatever we work out with the school. So then that way those kids can actually meet what what I call the heroes and sheroes of their community. Right. 
Because the thing is, you know, quite often we don't think about what it takes for a community to function. Right. Right now, there's doctors, there's mechanics, there's plumbers, there's electricians who are all working to keep the, you know, the community functioning, you know. And so the thing is, those are the real heroes and sheroes. You know what I mean? Oftentimes. And, and again, no knock on, you know, the NFL superstars or the NBA superstars, because that's cool for entertainment sake or the rappers. No knock on them. But the thing is, in terms of the day to day, who keeps your community functioning? Who keeps food on people's plates? You know, who's who's paying a light bill? It's the, it's the electrician, man. It's the plumber. It's, it's, it's the educators. And so we want to be able to have the students meet them and hear about their story. So then hopefully they can impact the student story. Mm-hmm. And, and for mentorship, uh, how do you sign up? Uh, let's say if I want to just do that section of your program, uh, mm-hmm. do, how do you all put the call out to have a mentor sign up? Yeah. Okay. So for the for the mentors to sign up, well, well right now we actually have a, we have a form on our website, um, which we're revamping. So that website is about to be changed in probably the next five days, or five or six days, and so uh, so they'll just be able to go in and, and sign up on that form to become a become a mentor. If not, if they're if they're having trouble with that, um, you, there's a there's a there's a pop up box. That comes up on the website. They can just say, "Hey, I want to be a mentor." Uh, usually, those emails come to myself or to Cleo, and then we could we could work that out. Yeah. As we land the plane, I got one student uh, because they got to read to know just how much money you procured for some students, uh, you know, for on their way to college for the scholarships, yeah. right? Like, we talking hundreds of thousands. Yeah. So I got a kid going into that senior year. Man, I ain't seen my friends in so long. I'm trying to get back to normal. I'm really just not really encouraged or, or excited about the future. What do you tell those students to kind of bring them into the program and kind of get that jump start on the next part of life? Yeah, so so I tell students, I say, man, there are legitimate excuses for not going to college. There's no excuse for not getting an education. And you have to know the difference between the institution and then what the outcome is. And you want to get an education. So that means even if right now you don't think, OK, I'm college ready and I need to take a gap year. Um, what are you doing to educate yourself? You know, go ahead. And if, if it's not through us, connect with a mentor, connect with a program to make sure you're taking viable steps toward your future. Uh, one of the biggest things is if you if you don't know your purpose, then your purpose should be finding your purpose. What are you doing right now to work on finding and discovering your purpose using your gifts, your talents and your ability to, number one, help you earn some income, but also, number two, to impact the community for your future? So that's what I would tell a student who's in that position. Yes, sir. That was some great information right there, Mr. Moyet. Great information, man. And so if I want to get in contact with you for any of the services or to learn more about it, uh, man, what's what's the information? Yeah, definitely. definitely. Uh, the number one place is our website, www.ladderingyoursuccess.com, www.ladderingyoursuccess.com. You could also email me directly at Festus, F-E-S-T-U-S, period, Amoye, A-M-O-Y-E, at ladderingyoursuccess.com. Or you could just search us. We we got a, a for, for example, we got a Facebook page. We got LinkedIn. Um, we're on Twitter. Uh, you could hit me on Twitter directly at Festus underscore L-Y-S. Or you can hit us on Instagram, 
be no do underscore L Y S. So we're, so we're everywhere. We're everywhere. You know, if you, if you can't find us, you ain't looking. There it is, man. And that's, that's the way it should be, man. Yeah. All right, man. I want to say thank you for uh, spending some time, man, and really talking about the good things and letting your success. Um, and give me some tidbits for the uh, young students as they look to be the community leaders later in life, man. Absolutely. Well, thank you again. It's an honor and a great pleasure to be able to be here on K KTTV. Yes, I finally sir. made it. Hey, finally, hey, come on, man. I finally made it. Hey, <laughs> hey man, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank All you. right, man. This is KT for KTTV signing out. One hundred.